Welcome, Oncers. You have discovered the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This is an unofficial podcast dedicated to the hit ABC TV show, Once Upon a Time. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff and Colleen Roney. Hello, welcome, hello. everyone. Hello, hello. Oncers all. Mm-hmm. So, we just have seen the episode entitled Heart of Gold, Mm. and it was a very interesting episode, for sure. Yes. This is podcast episode number 274. The show notes for this podcast can be found at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 274. And before we jump in, I... Always want to thank those who are supporting us, however they choose to, by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash support. There's a couple of different ways. You can even shop at Amazon. So we thank you however you choose to support us. So we watched this episode, mm-hmm. and it was wild. It was there was wild. lots of twists and turns and all kinds of there things. There were a couple of like, oh, What? moments for me so this and is i have a pretty decent theory about why things ended the way they did so remind me when we get to that point this is our first thoughts mm-hmm. we're going to jump all over the oh, place well yeah i i do not really want to go beat by beat and recap the entire episode but i think some of the things really stood out to us yes and so we'll go ahead and start and again this is our first thoughts the main mm-hmm. show is for you, the listener, who's mm-hmm. listening right now, mm-hmm. and you say, well, you forgot to talk about that. Let us know. Yeah. And we will certainly bring that up. This is this is what this podcast has always been. It's been us and you working together. Mm-hmm. And the main show is a perfect time for that. But this is our first thoughts. We give a first crack at it. And here we go. Yes. So for some reason, the author thought he could make a quill mm-hmm. out of... Just any straight kind of... Right. And I'm wondering if that's because he didn't realize he was in Storybrooke. He's been in the book the whole time. So my thinking is he thought he was still in the Enchanted Forest. So, yeah, that's kind of where I went with that. Luckily, he bumped into Mr. Gold, Rumpelstiltskin. Which, yeah. And at first I was like, does he not know who that is? And then he, of course, said, you know, you're the biggest pain pain in the... Pain in the A... Yeah, that he's ever written about. Pain, as my friends in India always say, pain in the wrong place. Okay. All right. So that was interesting. I do want to give just a couple of really fun shout outs that I caught is that I don't know if any of you have seen this film, but I'm walking here. I'm walking here when the camera started to pan (laughs) down in the New York area, which is actually in Vancouver when they were filming. You're right. And... That's from Midnight Cowboy. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. I walk in here, banging on the... I walk in here. Yeah. And also the polar star coach. Mm. Polar bear, lost. Yeah. That kind of... Because yeah. the, the buses are always these funny little kind of cues for something. Yeah. It yeah. showed the aquarium. Oh, yeah, yeah. In mm-hmm, mm-hmm. last bus we saw, so... Yeah. That was kind of neat. Kind of weird, though. Polar Express. Polar Star Express. Right. Kind of interesting. I, I I don't know, but polar for sure is it must be polar bear. Oz, but yeah. anyway. All right. So, and the, the one thing I 
was coming away with when they were talking about the quill is that the floating quill mm-hmm. that definitely is magical. You can't just kind of make that. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the cuffs that Regina was wearing. Yeah. We've seen different cuffs before. Sure. Ariel had special cuffs in mm-hmm. the vault there and mm-hmm. uh, Ursula had Ursula some. Ursula had one. Mm-hmm. And then we've also seen the cuffs that Hook had when they were crawling up and down. Cora's hooks. Uh, Cora's. And that were actually Peter Pan's cuffs. Right. So, yeah, it's that's been that one particular set traveled through several people so i'm kind of interested in why weren't those magic blocking cuffs it was really interesting it was very aluminum and very well not aluminum but anyway strong metal cuffs on regina so it looked pretty indestructible and i think that's because he flat out said hands i've got to bind your hands no magic for you tonight dairy so i mean but that's why I was looking for it. Why didn't he use were, the magic right. blocking cuffs? Well, maybe so. he didn't have any on hand. And yeah. he figured that it was actually, he doesn't really want to to tie her up like that. He really doesn't. Yeah. He alluded to this. He alluded to this in the conversation. His, my affection for you has limits. I don't believe that. I think he truly, you know, respects and loves Regina. Not creepy, you know, nothing like that. Well, but he definitely yeah. has an affinity for her because she is her mother's daughter. Right. And he loved Cora. Mm-hmm. I mean, he loved Cora. So I think there's some of that. But I think he also respects Regina. And he's, you know, she was a student. She was his best student. And, you know, I think there's a, this little affection that he feels for her fatherly affection, so to speak. Right. So. So it was very... That was interesting, and the discussion, and he said, well, I lost everything, and so that was kind of giving her a little more, she felt sorry for him in a way, but it was interesting how those cuffs didn't last very long, and he made them disappear, gave her the number for Robin, and she called him. Because he found it on her. Right. So she had his number, Right. which is kind of funny that she didn't have it programmed in her phone. Mm-hmm. So Indeed. that was kind of interesting. And right. ironically, he had hers. True. So, so Balefire's apartment, mm-hmm. I guess, is the new youth hostel for people <laughs> from from Storybrook. From Storybrook, right? That don't really have a place to go. They can go to Balefire's well, apartment. Think about it. I mean, it totally makes sense. I mean, he's the only they one have that a key. they know. Of. Well, because he said Regina gave us the key. Uh-huh. That's why. <clears throat> when Roland and he and Marion were on the streets looking for the apartment, and that's when the whole thief thing yes. kind of took place, which was, by the way, really cool. That was. Um, <clears throat> when that happened, he was telling Marion that he was looking for the apartment, that Regina gave him the keys, and it was a place to stay, and blah, blah, blah. And they weren't expecting to see gold there because, hello, last time they knew, he was married to Bell and Storybrook. True. I, I did want to talk just a bit about the keys, and then we'll talk about the horse. Okay. So the key, what was interesting is, I don't know if you remember, if you've watched from season one, and if you haven't, if you have not watched season one, you need to go to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash O-U-A-T start. That will give you information, the kind of a nice starting point for you. So that you can watch season one through three. And I think Hulu plus. Yeah. Netflix too. 
Netflix has previous seasons, so you yeah. can watch that yeah. and stream that. But anyhow, she had keys for every house in Storybrooke. Regina did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. there were skeleton keys and Apple keys and all kind of different right. keys to kind of look through. So anyway, the, Regina having keys, that's what it clicked for me. Yeah. So Robin in New York, Marion puts her purse down and to right. get greeted in, in New York... She gets purse snatched. Uh, Somebody basically. steals her purse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the guy takes off on a bike, right. which probably happens today. And yeah. then Robin steals or borrows a horse to go get the purse back. And I thought that was a fantastic scene. It mm-hmm. was really great. Yeah. I, I love the dichotomy of the old and the new. And it's just really cool. It was very Errol Flynn and mm-hmm. swashbuckling Robin Hood. You know what I mean? That yep. was what it felt like to me. Was the old, old, true, traditional Robin Hood we're all used to. Our friend Marilyn is an Arrow Flynn fan. Nice Robin Hood and and all that. She loves mm. that version. So shout out to you, Marilyn. Right on. But anyhow, the that was just a great scene. And yeah. before he beat the living snot out of the guy, he kind of looked around like, "Ooh, I'm being watched." And he said. Uh, if you steal from someone who has little, that ha- that's no honor. Yeah, a thief who steals from those who have nothing, have no honor. The honor was the thread that was through this mm-hmm. episode for yeah. sure. Well, it's his code. I mean, it's been his code from as long as we've known him. So, And we did see little John again. We did. And we saw Robin and Marion owned a tavern. Or at least Robin did something anyway. Well, they were married. They had just been married. Yes. And so they owned the tavern and it was, she was working in it. So it was a nice little family business trying to keep them on the straight and narrow. Robin and Marion's tavern. And when a guy gets married and he has hoodlum friends, <laughs> there's always this kind of concern. You know, the wife is saying, look, you can't hang out with your hoodlum friends, your goofy friends that wear sweatpants all weekend and never take a shower and just or you can't do that anymore right like well they're my friends no you can't hang out with them all the time you're married now and things are different and so little john was giving him tips about well hey there's this king's (laughs) no it's king midas's carriage king midas's carriage and which was by the way mm -hmm. what was that well, that was the prince. Very and, likely Charming and Abigail going down the road. Right. So if Snow hadn't attacked them and Robin had gone through with it, that could have changed things for them as well. Right. And that definitely, I think, alludes to the end of season three with the whole Back to the Future thing about you just mentioned i mean yeah. it could have changed everything could have completely changed yeah. everything so he stayed there yeah. in the tavern and yeah. was the good yeah husband yep and even though little john was trying to get no 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 i've changed my ways and then we see sheriff of nottingham i remember one of the listeners emailed a while back and said we did see him in storybrook and i i don't recall but anyhow oh wow yeah i don't recall that either but by the way he was pretty nice looking well and he certainly just strolled up and got some ale. And He was better than some of the Sheriff of Nottingham's we've seen in the past. Yes. Just saying. Yes. What I, that moment I loved is when Marion said, I can speak for my, I can speak for myself. 
Robin, I don't need you to talk for me <laughs> to tell the sheriff I'm not going to end up with him. I'll, you know, and it was really neat. We've seen this over and over and over. This is a very, in a lot of ways, modern fairy tale yeah. with women that are just damsels in distress, but they're very strong. They can speak for themselves and yep. take charge. And All right. So, well, that was a little awkward, but anyway. Yeah, but it, it worked. It was interesting that the shock of Robin and Marion and probably Roland too seeing gold at the door. I mean, it was kind of like, yeah, huh? Wait, what? He was shocked and they were shocked. They were, everybody was shocked. Well, yeah. What do you, huh? Well, because he didn't realize that they were going to be there. Yeah. He didn't know they were going to be there. And they certainly did not expect him. Who was paying the rent? For Bay's apartment after he passed away. That's a now that's magic. Yeah, if you that can is. pay for a New York apartment after yeah. somebody's, oh, yeah, all right. yeah. Well, maybe he paid it for the whole year, and that's why they didn't care. And gold. There's a lot of things you can get away with, but he had a heart attack, dude. In the land without magic, he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. So that was kind of scary for me. I was like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Well, I know even though he's he's leaning on the bad edge, you're still a rumple. You, yeah, you're a rumple fan. I, so I love Robert Carlyle. Okay. All right. <laughs> Rumple's been kind of a jerk lately. So I'm kind of like mad at Rumple. I still love him on the you know, one hand, but yeah. anyway, he's been a jerk. I did a I did a blog post about why it's not a good idea to stop watching Once Upon a Time. And Obi's girl left a comment and said that she agreed with it. And she said, I used to be Rumbell, but it's you know basically very difficult. I don't know anymore. I think there's a lot of Rumbellers out there that are really just tested to the edge on yeah. this. Yeah. So anyhow. But again, I have a theory about that. Okay. All right. So what I noticed about Rumpelstiltskin in the flashback in the tavern is like I wrote down Emperor Emperor Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Cuz he had the hood on. He did. Like he even Palpatine. changed his voice. Yeah. He even changed his voice a little, you know, had a different inflection, different accent, so to speak. I mean, I knew it was him the minute I saw him, but but to, you know, for Robin he changed it, which I thought was interesting. So whenever you have a video game or when you're taking a flight on a plane, <laughs> there has to be a reason to get you to go from one side of something to the other. Sure. And there's always these things, these tasks. Go do sure. this task. Right. So Rumpelstiltskin said there's this elixir mm -hmm. for the wounded heart. Yep. And I need you to go get it and I'll pay your debt. Yeah. So what's interesting, and we've said this before, Rumpelstiltskin always, for somebody who is so powerful and has all this stuff, he always needs something. But he doesn't really. Did he say what he needed it for? No. No, but he said... He did that. He sent him on that errand. It was a test to see what he would do. Because okay. he needed Robin. He knew, he knew in the future he's going to need him for something. Right? right yeah. Most of the time when Rumpel asks for something, it's not because he really needs it himself. It's for something in the future, something that he needs. And it's frequently a test of the person's character to see where they're going to go so he knows whether he can use them for his plans later. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Think about it. All right. So I think that's what it was. It was a test to see would he do the honorable thing and steal from Zelina, which we didn't know at the time, but steal from Zelina in order to do what Rumpel needed him to do later. And I think that's that played into the whole entire everything that happened. So Vault was mentioned in Oz. Mm -hmm. No map. Just there's a vault in Oz. I need you to go get it. But think about it. Where in the world would a vault be in Oz? The only place it would be was in the wizard's palace. All right. Logical. Vault was also mentioned with the Ursula. Mm Mm-hmm. Poseidon's Story. vault. Mm-hmm. Poseidon's mm-hmm. vault. So the vault is a is a new thing. Well, it's an old thing. Yes. So Gold mentioned that the the doctors that he didn't really trust said the only cure for him is diet and exercise. Even in the <laughs> land without magic, even Gold gets it. Well, sir, <laughs> you just need to go on a diet, even though you're actually pretty thin, and exercise. Yeah. And probably quit using the dark magic and stuff like Which that they, probably I know, I know. but yeah that's funny so because he mentioned that the wrong things is have poison his heart right so there's a lot of ways that you can get a poison heart a dark mm-hmm. heart there's all kind of different yes. things and it's all choices mm-hmm. and it's all it and is. we talked about this before it's almost like he knows he's i, I hate to say it but like he's almost done. I mean, he's realizing all the things that have happened in his life. And we've heard it before, but it really seems like he's he's really in over his head. I don't think so. I okay. really believe right. this is very, very much part of a master plan. Okay. Zelina was a wrench, but at the same time, I think that I think that this is all part of his master plan. The heart attack was not. That was a huge surprise for him. Yes. A surprise for Everybody. a lot of people. Yeah. So magical items can be used in a land without magic. Sure. And a lot of times when we discuss episodes in the show, we kind of mention different rules that come along. And that was yeah. another one I didn't realize. Well, I mean, no, think about it. Because the dragon was here and magical. True. So things that are magical from other lands, as long as they're brought here, can be used. You can't create things and magic from this world, but you can use things that are magical from other worlds. Everybody, everybody, including myself, forgets about the dragon. When we yeah. hear things like, well, this is a land without magic, except for the dragon. Well, and, it's, and that's the thing. So. It is a land without magic. It doesn't have any magic to be created here in and of itself. But you can sure as heck bring some here, and when it's here, you can use it. And what Dr. Whale was trying to say is science yeah. is the magic right. in of the land world. without magic. Exactly. Ac- exactly. And even and, Zelina alluded to that. And gold experienced yeah. that. Yeah. Because yeah, if there did. was no science in hospital, right. he would be really Gone. in trouble. So. Gone. All right, so honor manipulated. Okay, honor is good. Yeah. But manipulating someone who is honorable can be made bad. Well, sure. So. 
Well, sure, depending on what you're manipulating them to do. <coughs> right. But it's kind of like anything. It's like when you find someone who is nice or good or kind, you can, some people can use them. For and it happens good. all the time, unfortunately. Right. So we see, we did not see August, which I was very sad no, about. No, we didn't. But we did see Will. We did, and we got Will. to see a lot of Will. I'm so excited about that. And we learned a lot about Will. Will was exactly the way I remembered him from Wonderland. He was awesome. He was absolutely awesome. We need more of him. Yes. We just need more of him. And one of the fun things... We have a good friend. Her name is Michelle Young. Mm-hmm. She's one of the hosts of the Disney Dream, Dream Girls, Girls. Mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. And she is from jolly old England. She is indeed. And there are certain terms that Will uses. Mm-hmm. When I hear them, I think of Michelle. Yeah. So when Will said, I'm going to nick something to eat, I thought of our good Michelle. friend Michelle. Mm-hmm. That's a nice British term about stealing or yeah grabbing something yeah it literally means to steal yeah at least in some parts of england yes so and he really saw through robin oh yeah i love the thieves when they talk because it really cuts through all the subtext sure robin's being very honorable and giving this you know perfect oh i need to go get this elixir yeah and Will goes, wait a minute, there's got to be a woman involved. Well, <laughs> right now that you mention it, you know, yeah. So it's yeah. kind of. It was kind of cool explaining his little situation. You know, there is honor among thieves, apparently. True. Yeah. Yeah. At least some honesty here and there. Sure. The, the door. What yes. did it remind you of? Oh, several things. It reminded me of the door that took Anna and Elsa back home. The door that. The apprentice sent Snow Queen through to our world. The door that took uh, Snow and Charming, but not Regina, to Glinda the Good Witch. You're you're getting there. You're almost there. That, and, that's true. And I'm not done. I know. I know. <laughs> it reminded me of the author being trapped behind the door, okay. even though it was not right. the same. And then lastly, and of course, more importantly, it reminded me of Inside Jefferson's Hat. Right. Yep. We have not really seen that and i don't know if that was what that was it probably was a portal i'm thinking it was the door portal like the one yeah. we saw for Anna and elsa the one that the apprentice used i think that's what we're dealing with not jefferson's hat jefferson's hat's a whole different ball game i have my list of things that i would love to see more of and mm-hmm. see again yeah jefferson's hat is up in the top five which unfortunately i don't think we will because it was destroyed uh, it's sad. Yeah. Very sad. It's very sad. So there is a store in the New York area in Once Upon a Time that's called the Wizard of Oak. Yes. And did you notice he had a bunch of carved things in there and one was a letter O and the other was a letter Z. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was like, that would have been a huge clue if we'd seen that earlier. Bowling pins and different Bowling things. Bowling pins, yes. And drawers. And I love that Robin was able to quickly and easily, you know, pick the lock. Even in this world, he knows how to pick locks, which is kind of funny. Yep. And he was able to slip inside, but then he triggered the alarm, which was like, oops. 
And he picked up a little term that we'll use a lot. Bloody hell. Mm-hmm. When the alarm went off. Well, it's a very English thing, too. Yeah, but right. Yeah. And so, yeah, looking around, pulling out drawers and thinking, wait a second, there's got to be one. And then I love the green paneled uh, pop-out drawer that was hidden, you know, secret mm-hmm. drawer. I was waiting for him to grab the bowling pins and smash one of them and have the elixir be inside one of them. That would have been kind yeah, of cool, yeah. too. That was what I was expecting. Or for him to see that one of them had you know, a screw on top or whatever. So, um, But it was in the, the pop-out drawer. So, Or I expected them to break in and say, I saw him go out the back door. If yeah. we hurry, we can catch him. So, yeah. But anyway. And was that a back door or was that a back window? It was a back window, but I mean, but I would imagine there's some back door somewhere. I'm like, how did they not even like these officers? Ha- I mean, they should have surrounded like he, the place. It's not like he locked the door. Why didn't they just burst in the door when the when they got there? They pulled up outside and he turned and ran. They should have been already inside and you know, guns drawn, yelling at him to stop. But he, they had plenty of time before he got out. So I'm thinking, y'all didn't think to push the door open to see if it was maybe open, yeah. which is why the alarm went off? <clears throat> Crazies. I love the exchange between Robin and Marion mm-hmm. when Marion said, everything's changed. Look around you. Mm-hmm. And he said, not me. Oh, yeah. That was such a great statement. That was, it's that was one of those really things... I yeah. put a little star next to it because it's one of those moments that I really enjoy. I I love characters. I love complex characters. Yeah. And there's a lot of complex characters in this show. But yeah, I love the good characters. I love the King Leopold. I love the mm-hmm. I love Robin with the with the honor. Even Hook has a code. So the, it, it's these type of things. Mm-hmm. Does Robin make mistakes? Sure. Oh, absolutely. Because who doesn't? But he tries to. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting when he fired that arrow. Mm. The arrow always finds its mark when he was inside of the wizard area. Right. That's how he got the bow and arrow. That yeah. never misses its mark. Yep. Which we always wondered, how did he get it? Mm-hmm. It's the bow. Not the arrows. Right. It's the bow that has the, the magical properties, so to speak. So I thought it was really kind of cool that he saw it. And the image on the, the poster behind looked very much like the traditional Errol Flynn Robin Hood kind of a thing. True. So that's what I thought was kind of cool tie-in for that. And if you, you that are listening, mm-hmm. if you remember back to season one, mm-hmm. there was a scene in... Rumpelstiltskin's vast manner mm-hmm. that we see a bow and arrow yeah. in there. Yeah. And later on, Robin actually takes that. Right. And there was also, we also all wondered about the charming shooting perfectly and all this kind of thing. Remember, we always talked about that. Charming shooting perfectly? In season one, he would just shoot. An arrow, and charming. Just, yeah, I don't remember charming firing a bow and arrow at all. Snow, yes, but not charming. Okay, maybe I, I'm missing it. I, I I do. Okay, but oh, I know what you're talking about when, when, trying when to he was rescuing her. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, we, we've seen arrows that are we we always thought were magical. And right. We thought it was Cupid's arrow, but it yeah. turns out it's well, yeah, yeah. 
All right, well, so Robin strikes a deal mm-hmm. with Rumpelstiltskin. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a turn the tables oh, yeah. on the old, the old dark one there. Yep. So then in the in, that was in the present day, and I wrote down is a is a potion a cure or a cover up? I just was just thinking if that was really the the key to it. Hmm. So well, again, you know, we don't know why he wanted him to steal in the first place. True. He just wanted it. But again, did he really just want it? I think it was part of the plan. So Marion, when she strolled in and she said, I switched the bottles, mm-hmm. I was going, man, Marion has really got some guts. She is going for the jugular. She has really had enough. Yeah. And I'm thinking, she never really had a big a beef, I thought, with no, Rumpelstiltskin. That was the it thing. was Regina, I thought. And, and and I thought they kind of worked everything out. So I was really surprised. And then, dun, 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 the big reveal. Holy crap. And we've had some listeners that said this was coming. Yeah, and yeah. I think I even mentioned it, too. I said, eh, it's probably that. Because we were wondering how Zelina was going to be introduced. Wh- and yeah. the reveal. And I never thought she was dead anyway. I just didn't know how she got where she needed to go. Right. I think everybody did. It's like, what happened? Some yeah. kind of life force went out of her yeah, and yeah, then yeah. went somewhere. Yeah. So, but what I was really, the, the biggest shock of the reveal was that she killed Marion. And yeah. Marion is, in fact, dead. As a matter of fact, to to thrust the dagger into Rumpel's heart, he says, She's as dead as your son. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's cruel. Zelina, I wrote down, I go, she's the worst villain of all of them. Just the way she was talking to Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, she was nasty. She was pretty nasty. She really... She, Man, you want to talk about patience, too. She's had to suffer, quote unquote, you know, in Marion's dull life for weeks now. But that's crazy. We've seen kind of weird movies about, you know, dare I say, psychotic right. you know, killers and stuff. But she killed Marion and then became her. Oh, yeah. And then you start thinking, and then we see the whole thing is that that's who they brought Zelina back from the past. When no, 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 they didn't. They didn't bring Emma Zelina did. back. She didn't bring. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because yes. you're right. So they had the real Marion. She did save, in fact, the real Marion from Regina killing her. Right. And then it was when they were waiting to, to find their way back, they instead brought Zelina mm-hmm. back and didn't realize it. Yes. If they hadn't brought Marion back, then Zelina wouldn't have been able to come back. Right. Right. So. That whole thing was kind of crazy. So, and then, because a lot of people really had, well, there's a lot of people have a lot of different issues with with Mary coming back. But that kind of made more sense to me. Yeah. The Zelina reveals like, oh, okay, now this kind of makes sense. Because initially it was kind of like, well, I mean, it didn't really change history too much. It made Regina really upset. Yeah. And it kind of added drama. But it was kind of a nice end of the arc. And yeah. when I saw that, I went, okay, now I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because at first I was kind of like, well, you know, Mary came back and then she almost died. And then they, she, they went, she went back. Right, yeah. And I was just like, 
okay, that's it. I, yeah. that's it. But this makes sense the, to me. It, it it worked a lot. Better. I do appreciate so. how they explained everything in flashback when she was telling Rumple what happened. Mm-hmm. That was kind of good yes, to see right. all that because then we were like, okay, all right, all right, I'm good with that. The so now. <laughs> Gold can't really stick with a great idea. No. His initial idea, I'm going to find that author for us, Queen of Queens of Darkness and me, yeah. our happy endings. Well, Ursula's off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we still, I think Maleficent's off as well. I think. Not yet. Well, but but I mean, her happy ending will not be given by the author her happy ending is going to be with her daughter right okay so she's off the list so we still have got cruella who we didn't see this week at all but we will next, next week. week right and so goals thinking hey cool it's just me <laughs> it's just my happy ending now this is awesome i want it just for me anyway and this per- and now zelina after the big reveal of Switcheroo, she goes, no, I want my happy ending, too. It's like, oh, man. Well, and here's the thing. <clears throat> so, originally, before Zelina came along, Gold wanted the happy ending, right. right? He knew he needed to get Cruella and Ursula to help him mm-hmm. so that he could get back into Storybrooke so they could revive Maleficent, who then could all, th- the three of them could help him get his happy ending. He doesn't. He never cared about theirs. If they got right. theirs, sure. great. But he never really cared about theirs. He was really only interested in his own, sure. right? That's Rumple. Yeah. Okay? But here's the rub. When he had the heart attack and died, and then Zelina kind of, you know, after he got revived, and Zelina helped him, because she clearly gave him the potion, the real potion, right? She gave that to him. Um, he realized that he didn't have a choice. He had to make the deal with her. She made it really, really difficult for him to turn it down. Otherwise, he would have died. Right? Right. Okay. Yeah. So when she said, we have a, you know, we have a deal blank, he did. I think that's when he realized, aha, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to turn Emma dark. Right. Why? That was the first thing that I... Why? Why does he want to turn him into... Why would he want... How is that going to give him his happy ending? Because that's going to just piss Belle off more than she already is. It's not going to endear her, endear him to her, right? Well, it'll, it'll take away the safety valve, though. Yes and no. Okay. Here's what I think. I think that his plan did not include Emma at the beginning. I think he only realize that the best way to do this is to turn Emma dark. That's part of the plan now after Zelina came on back in the picture. Why? Because Emma's the only one that could defeat her. Okay. Yeah. That was said in her season. Yeah. It was said in her season, end of season three. I'm, I'm going through the episodes right now. The only thing that can actually, defeat, Glinda said it to Charming and Snow. The only thing that can defeat her is light magic okay right but the only thing turns emma dark right then it's just regina even if she does try light magic because the two of them didn't they anyway i think his whole plan is if he turns her dark that's going to entice her she she'll if she's powerful light magic you think she won't be powerful dark magic i think it's the whole point of this is to make her dark so that she will have rage against and go after zelina 
Because Zelina's the one who killed Neil, right? Right. Zelina's the one who sent away Robin Hood, and Zelina almost tried to kill Henry, plus her parents. Plus, I mean, all these things. Okay. Everything. I think it's the only way he knows to do this is to try to turn her dark, either because he thinks that he's going to turn her dark, or he knows she won't, and because she'll be all light, she'll be even more powerful, and then she can de- defeat Zelina. And then he will look like the hero, and Belle will be happy with him. Right? Right. So that's my theory is that he's he's quote unquote telling Regina that he needs to turn Regina uh, turn Emma dark. In which case Regina has to pick between Emma and Robin Hood. Right. So I think there's this whole thing of it's it's a way to build up Emma's power without her going completely dark. And I want to go back to something that it's been done, but I I want to give a quick shout out from. Uh, to Dave from Michigan. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, Dave mm-hmm. from Michigan. Mm-hmm. This actually reminds me of something that you called in when we were in Neverland. Mm. And he said, there's going to be a choice in the cages. Who's mm-hmm. in the cage? Who will they choose? And that's, I remember that when yeah. we were watching this episode. So Dave from Michigan, this is actually a great use of a choice. Yeah. I know it's not the same theory that you had, but the choice theory right. is really mm-hmm. right on. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we learn about will. Mm-hmm. Everybody has pain mm-hmm. in their past. Yeah. Everybody has some kind of a wounded heart and yep. will his wounded heart was he missed his sister. Right. And you, when I was waiting, when he was going to say what his pain was, because that's what Robin deduced. Right. Will, I expected him to say Anastasia. Right. Right. But he said, me sister. Yeah. She's walking on the ice, cracked, and she died. Yeah, she and fell through the ice. And that's what his pain is. So, in a way, Will... He mentioned that too, and I want to say he mentioned that in Wonderland. I I don't recall. I, he may have. I just I recall, don't recall vaguely it. him talking about his sister dying um, in Wonderland. That sounds okay. re- remarkably familiar to me. But anyway, so in a way, he is following the same type of path as in the movie, the Lion, the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, and Dorothy, mm-hmm. or in Once Upon a Time, when you need something. You go to see the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think, Will, it sounds like that's where he was heading to go get some type of potion to cure his heart. So. Well, I don't know if he knew that that was going on, but when he heard that, mm-hmm. that's when he asked for the sec- for a second vial for himself. Yep. So I think it was really cool, you know, that he shared that story with him. And... You know, what's interesting, we've talked about magic, we've talked about potions and all that, and and I'm going to take a quick parlay over to another movie, is Bruce Almighty. Mm-hmm. If you had, he had the opportunity to give everyone an answer to their prayer, or the same thing when we're talking about pains in the heart and potions. Yeah. What if we could give everyone who had a pain in their heart potions mm. to take care of it, heal it, remove it, or whatever? Right. And it reminds me of... The early episode in season one, when Grumpy was talking to Snow, and Snow had that potion to forget, forget charming. charming, yeah, and forget all of her pain. Yeah, and he said, "I need my pain." Grumpy did. Yeah, it makes me grumpy. Yeah, it makes me. And grumpy. you know, talking about David, 
uh, in Once Upon a Time. We are both. Mm-hmm. We have pain, but we also have good mm-hmm. times too. Yeah. And it, it it is between. That's what life is. You know, you get over the bad, and you go to the good, and hopefully you remember the good yeah. more than the bad. But it's just, it's this idea of we need a potion and an elixir to cure right. our yeah. pains. It'd be nice if we had a magic potion. We don't necessarily have that, and so we. But what if pains have- are cured by other people? See, that's what's interesting about life. It honestly is. Yeah. Snow, Snow didn't have a potion to cure her of her. Her, she took the potion to cure her pain, but it didn't actually take her pain. It made her actually a bitter person. Yeah. yeah, It turned her completely different. And it was only when Charming made the ultimate sacrifice for her and was willing to die for her that she fell in love with him again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's that, it's the whole thing. There was no magic potion that made her fall in love with him again. It was him, his actions. Well, let's talk specifically about Emma for for just a minute. She's had a rough life. Yeah, she has. She's loved and lost and loved and lost. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing is Hook is the one that made her believe Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. She says, I'm going to trust in you, Hook. And it was just really a nice moment. And that's what we're talking about is she probably would go totally against I'm going to drink this just to make my heart feel better. And um, anyway, just uh, sometimes people can people heal pain. frequently sometimes. are the cure. Yes. And you just have to find the right person. It was really interesting that discussion that Robin was having about Marion. And I think it was Rumpelstiltskin asked him, or maybe it was gold. It was gold outside the hospital. When Robin had the yeah. box of Bay's things, yeah. and he said, "So, is marrying your happy ending after all this?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "I don't know." Yeah, and we're pretty familiar with Once Upon a Time not being so cut and dried, and these these perfect people and these perfect storylines. Mm-hmm. And when we get to the end. You know, it's kind of actually sad mm-hmm. that he married her. Yeah. He was honorable. But when he was asked, is she your happy ending? He said, I don't know. You yeah. know, so, I mean, that was, and, and I'm not trying to be a hater or a downer or anything, but it's just that it kind of, I don't know. It was know. very sad. It was it's sad. very sad because, you, you know, there's nothing sadder than being in a relationship that you you're in because you feel obligation you should be in a relationship because you love somebody i mean there's a, a point of obligation but there's also a point that you know being in the in the relationship out of obligation isn't going to make either of you happy the only time i felt better is later on in a flashback when the sheriff of nottingham was coming to take mm-hmm. over and then the robin hood basically quote unquote was born yeah and that was a really nice discussion is that robin really decided who he was gonna be and he gave marion a choice and he said look i'm gonna steal from the rich and give to the poor right that seems right to me i want to do something make a difference make a difference i and it sounds crazy Mm -hmm. it's like okay he's gonna be a thief and he's gonna steal from people it was interesting. She's 
said yes. Mm-hmm. I want to be with you. It's like, look, you don't know what you're getting into. I mean, there's merry men and I'm going to be stealing and my, I'm going to have a mark. And that's what she said. You're going to have a mark. She said that Rumpelstiltskin is going to try and kill you because mm-hmm. you didn't give him the potion. Right. Number two is you're going to have a mark. I mean, everywhere you go, you're going to be stealing stuff. Yeah. And she said, but I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. That's the, I want to be with you. And it reminded me of the discussion that Robin and Marion had when Marion said, I want to be chosen. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. So Marion chose him. Yeah. And she felt the same way years later mm-hmm. with the whole Regina situation. Yeah. I want to be chosen. And she never really felt chosen. Yeah. And the honorable thief is wrestling between these two choices. Right. The mother of his child. Right. Which even now isn't really the mother of his child. It's Zelina and her crazy, weird, you know, flip flop thing. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's crazy. But again, even the, even the little twist about kind of digging a, a knife into Regina's back with Robin. Yeah. It all really makes sense. The, oh, so I'm I'm happy with the the, the twist. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with the twist. So we're talking about the whole happy ending thing with Robin and Marion and happiness. And I think sometimes happiness isn't being giddy, smiley, jumping around. It's no. it's sometimes it's doing the hard thing. Sometimes it's helping somebody else. So, um. But I, I did love that conversation mm-hmm. after everything kind of went down with the sheriff of Nottingham. It's really, yeah. and you mentioned the six leaf clover of Oz. I don't know if that was well. That was the a, same pendant that Zelina was wearing. Okay, so that'll be interesting to see how she came to be in possession of that. Except, yeah, I don't know how. We'll have to see how that happened. That worked itself out. So Robin said, "If you steal for someone else, you're a hero." Mm-hmm. You sit for yourself; it's selfish. I don't know. I mean, in the show, it's like, oh, okay, but anyway. Yeah, don't go stealing things. People. No, no, no. Please don't go stealing anything. It's no, an, even in, even in the you know the best intentions, please don't do it. It's still illegal. And the conversation that Gold had with Robin back outside and, and present day outside the hospital is Gold was saying, "If you love something, run toward it." Yeah. Don't wait. Yeah. Do that. And that's a famous, I think it's a famous part of any rom-com where the guy gets on the motorcycle and goes against traffic to go back to the woman that he really loves and she's going to get married to somebody else. It's that kind of a thing. And that's what really Gold's saying is choose what your heart wants. Right. But I don't think it was entirely noble, his reasoning. Okay. Because he knew it was Alina that was right. masquerading as Marion, and so that's it was, why it was it was a rational reason for him to say, "Look, you need to do this because that's going to get Zelina back to Storybrooke, right? Right. It's going to get him back to Storybrooke. He wants Zelina back in Storybrooke so he can destroy her, right? Ultimately, but I think also what I took away from that is he's going to run toward Regina. Away from exactly that is my point. I think he did that on purpose to encourage him to do so. The the shock of Regina's face 
when she realized that it was Zelina. Let me tell wow. you. Let me tell you something. When when Rumple was standing outside with Robin talking outside the hospital mm-hmm. for about two seconds, I thought, "Oh my God! Oh my God! Don't do that! Don't!" Please tell me you did not do this stupid thing and kill Rumpel and make Zelina masquerade as him. Mm. That would have just been too much. And I realized it was not, I don't believe it's, I don't believe that was the case. I do not believe that that's the case at all. And this whole episode, this whole episode is all in the past. This isn't present, present, present day. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not all of it. The Regina calling and Rumpel standing in front of her and talking to Marion, who was actually Zelina, that was present. So that's how I knew it was not her Mm -hmm. masquerading as him and that Rumpel is really Rumpel. So she did give him the potion. She did make the deal with him. He now has to try and include her happy ending, which is to destroy Regina's happiness. But again, I think that he agreed to that. But his plan is if he turns on a dark, that's going to actually then turn around and help him defeat Zelina. That's what I believe is the, the key. So don't get confused with the timelines, people. <clears throat> this was a tough one to kind of keep yeah. on top of. Yeah. All right. So Regina. Oh, Regina's face. Yeah. Pure agony watching yeah. that poor woman just deal with what she was dealing with. And she The said, ultimatum. I am not. You can make me a monster. That's what I've become. But you're not doing it to Emma. That was incredible. That was, again, we've talked about the the total change from Regina in season Mm -hmm. one to the Regina now. Yeah. Is she is standing up for her friends and saying, no, you're not going to do it. She is actually being, being the most honorable of all of them. The most noble. She doesn't have an ulterior motive right now. She has nothing to lose by banding with Rumpel and getting her happy ending. Absolutely. Right? Right. Emma and the Charmings and everybody be damned. But she's choosing her family. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fantastic. Yep. Absolutely just love, 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 love that. All right. That's all the notes I have. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that so. whole thing, it, I, that look on her face at the end, though, that's where I'm like, I'm trying to decide, is she going to, is she going to, she's going to choose mm-hmm. Robin or Emma. Right. And if she's smart, she'll choose Robin. And here's why I say that, because if she allows Rumple to go through with what he thinks he's going to go through with, I think that it's all going to be, if she realizes it, that Rumble's smart is all part of his plan to defeat Zelina once and for all, to kill her once and for all. Zelina has to die. In his world, Zelina has to die. Yeah. So that's my theory. Yes, indeed. So that is all we have. Those are mm-hmm. our first thoughts yeah. about the episode entitled Heart of Gold, which is a song by Neil Young. Mm. Actually, I'm sure there's been other songs like that, too. Yeah, yeah. But Heart of Gold is probably the one mm-hmm. that they were thinking about. Which is a double meaning, by the way. Yes. Because that was actually a reference to Robin's heart. Mm-hmm. Pure gold. Mm-hmm. And then gold, as in Rumpelstiltskin. Absolutely. So. so that is our first thoughts, and we welcome yours. And this is going to be a crazy week for yes, me. I'm going to Star Wars Celebration, four days of geekiness and Star Warsness, <laughs> and uh, no promises about when the main show is coming out. 
Yeah, we don't know. I will. We will be doing the first thoughts after the next episode for yes. sure. Yes. After it airs on the West Coast. So anyhow, we appreciate that. We also want to remind you about the Regal Con is coming mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. We're going. We're covering it. We are also doing a panel discussion yeah. at RegalCon. And it's going to be a very cool thing. And mm-hmm. we would love to meet you there and say hi, howdy, at RegalCon. And so the big announcement now is that Lana is coming yeah. to RegalCon. Yeah. So if you've held out, huge. I don't know why you would have, but if you've held out, the time of holding out is over. Yeah. And there's like, there's little add on things that you can add on and autograph, mm-hmm. little time with Lana yes. or a photo op time with Lana. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of different things. So you can go to RegalCon and then the number is 2015.com mm-hmm. and get all that information about RegalCon. Yes. So that's all. Again, I want to thank everyone for listening, downloading, however you found us. We want to send big love out to you all. Remember, big love is so big, you can't keep it all for yourself. Take what you need and pass on the next, the rest to somebody else. And I think that's kind of what we were talking about yep. tonight. So thank you for supporting us at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash support couple of different ways and you can even shop on amazon so choose however you'd like to we really 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 appreciate it until next time this is jeff and colleen saying have a good week and we'll talk to you soon bye see you guys bye thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the once upon a time fan podcast this is a Ronnie's own media production Our website is onceuponatimepodcast.com. You can contact us by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash contact. You can also connect with us on social media by going to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash connect. If you enjoy what we do and would like to support us, we invite you to go to onceuponatimepodcast.com slash support. There's a number of ways that you can help us out, and we truly thank you for it. The Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast, where you experience more of the magic of ABC TV's Once Upon a Time.